Welcome to the Aesthetic Doctor Podcast. We don't shy away and keep secrets here. We empower you with education, telling you the truth about all things aesthetic medicine while encouraging you to be the best version of yourself. It's time to look great and feel good doing it. This is your host, mom, speaker, and board certified physician, Dr. Judith Forger. Hi, guys. It's Dr. Borger, and welcome to episode 39 of the Aesthetic Doctor podcast. Today, I want to talk about a concept that I really deal with a lot, both in coaching and my aesthetic medicine practice, and that is the concept of self-image. And I hope by the end of this podcast, you have some thoughts on why I think this is really, really important. Self-image, it's really where all my worlds intersect, both in aesthetic medicine and in coaching. Um, what is self-image? So self-image is exactly those things that you believe about yourself, the way you see yourself in the world, the way you kind of view your own person, it's capacities, its dreams, its sort of energetic container, and therefore also how you dream and how you interact with the world. So, you know, we tell children a lot of empowering things. And I think that is really like, it's meant to increase their self-image. For example, when you have a self-talk and it's very negative, um, you know, some of that stuff is not going to then allow you to create positive growth in the world. So if you're like, oh, I always screw up every relationship, you know, I always ruin this, I'm not a good friend, like, yeah, it's going to come true, right? You're not going to end up being a good friend. You're not going to end up having a good relationship. Conversely, if you know you're telling yourself, I always try my hardest. I just haven't found the love of my life yet. I am a person that is worth loving. I am strong. I am kind. I'm powerful. You can see not only how your relationship to self is different, but how you're also going to show up in those ways. And I don't talk about, you know, any of the pathological ways that this can go. So like, I don't talk about the narcissist and things like that. I talk about every day, people with everyday thoughts. And so your self-talk is really important in this and the way your relationship with self is. So I want you to really think about all those thoughts that go around in your head. How harshly do you judge yourself? How do you comment on your looks, your abilities, the way you interacted in a setting, the way you were at work today, maybe the way you showed up on that first date, the way you parented today? Is that positive? Is that negative? So my first suggestion would be to just notice without judgment again without judgment because otherwise you're piling judgment on judgment right if you then judge yourself for judging yourself it it becomes this ball of judgment and guilt that gets even bigger right i want you to just notice what are the thoughts that are going on in your head are they kind are they mean are they judgy towards yourself and especially like i want you to think about what thoughts do you think about yourself? What thoughts do you think about 
your ability to have a successful future and present. Um, so that is number one. As it's the thoughts, but as part of that thought, you also have a self-image of yourself. For example, you know, I know I'm a physician. I'm a wife. I'm a great wife. I'm a great mom. You know, I'm an aesthetic medicine expert. I a faculty member who cares. I have all these really, really, and again, I've done a lot of coaching. Okay. We didn't start out there all the time, but that is my self-image, right? So this is the way I see myself in the world. And that means that's the way I show up in the world, right? I am a coach. I change lives through aesthetic medicine. I change lives through coaching. That is what I truly believe. And that is why I'm able to show up the way I'm able to show up. So when we talk about self-image, you know, a lot of times we have the right ideas for our children. I have a daughter. And how many times have you taught your daughters to say, I am strong. I am powerful. I am smart, right? We give our kids those tools because we want our kids to believe that they're capable of doing whatever they want to do in the world, that they're capable of changing the world that they're these loving, valuable, smart, brilliant, funny, lovable human beings. At least that's what I tell my kids. So, you know, if you don't tell that to your kids, I mean, I'm not judging your parenting, but I think a lot of us do that, right? And there's a lot of books that tell kids, I'm smart, I'm powerful, I'm all these things, but do you still do that as an adult? Or has life sort of beaten us down, have all the rejections in middle school? And I know I'm a physician and man, medical training like is meant to beat you down. Those of you who are in the military, I don't even want to know the things that people have told you about yourself. Do you believe those or do you still believe that you're strong, that you're smart, that you're powerful? Think about it for a moment. Just take a second and think about it. Most of the time, there's probably going to be mixed messages, and I just want you to notice. I'm just introducing this concept of self-image because I think self-image is so important. You know, it's one of those things that with aesthetic medicine, I love when through aesthetic medicines, I can allow women to feel sexier, to feel more confident, to feel just better about themselves because it affects their self-image, right? And then if I don't have that frown or I don't have those wrinkles that I feel really self-conscious about and I look in the mirror and I go, you look good today. You are gonna go out there and slay it. You're vibrant, you're capable, you're doing all these things. I'm gonna show up in the world that way. And guess what? The world is gonna show up with that same energy, because there's always like an energetic frequency and a match and all that stuff without getting too woo-woo, which is why really aesthetic medicine works on your self-image because most of the time for right or wrong, and I know if you saw your best friend, you would not tell her that she was ugly because she had wrinkles in her crow's feet or hairy armpits, okay? But sometimes we're kind of not our best friends and we will tell ourselves, man, you look old today. Oh God, you look hairy today. Oh, like 
you know, that's not going to help anybody in terms of self-image. So that's how aesthetic medicine can go really, really deep because we can really look at some of those little things that your brain tells you stand in the way between you and being your best. And by just shifting those few things, getting a little help from your best friend, Dr. Me, you can suddenly not see the person in the mirror as being as wrinkly, hairy, saggy, whatever it is. And you can then show up as that more vibrant, amazing version. However, there is also this complete difference between sometimes what you see and what you feel. And I'm just going to kind of take you back to maybe a moment where you were madly in love with somebody and maybe you just had a romantic encounter and the next morning you got up and you were maybe just pulling on an old t-shirt and your hair was tuzzled and you were wearing no makeup and yet there was this vibrant, lovely, beautiful sexual energy about you where you were just sauntering to get coffee or into the bathroom. At that moment, how you looked didn't matter at all. And I promise you, you looked sexy, okay? But had you, with your normal critical self, probably seen yourself with no makeup, tussled hair, a hickey on your neck, an old t-shirt, maybe you know, that little chatter brain would have taken over. And I tell you, you were your most beautiful because you felt so beautiful. You know, that's why, you know, clothes that fit right or that are your style can help you because again, they bring out this, you feeling it. And when you feel it, you show up to it. Your self image is that of sexy, confident, powerful. That's really how clothes work. When they're at their best, they're an expression of you. And by feel, you feeling more yourself and feeling good, you show up to the world in that way. You know, I think the reason self-image is so important is because you can only create to the edge of your self-image. So unless I believe that I am a successful aesthetics expert and business owner, I'm not going to be that. You know, sometimes when people start in aesthetics, and, and these are all sort of my aesthetic people, they're like, oh, yeah, well, I'm uh, an ICU nurse, but I do some injections on the side. Do you see how that is way different? And then you end up being like, yeah, but I just started and um, I'm not plastics and I'm not this and I'm not that. And you might have had super amazing training, right? And really know what you're doing. But if you're saying, wow, I am a well-trained nurse injection who really cares about her patients. That is also true. And it's a very different feeling, both for you, both for your patients, both for the world, right? And self-image is also why representation matters. Because a lot of us who are trailblazers, until we had that idea that we could trailblaze, we didn't even know it was possible. If a dream is something you can't see as becoming a reality, if you cannot dream it, you cannot become it. If your self-image doesn't allow itself to stretch so big to include that dream, that dream is not going to happen. People don't become astronauts by chance. At some point, that little person said, 
I am going to be an astronaut. And guess what? A lot of people probably said to them, well, you know, what's your plan B for college going to be? Yeah. Don't you want to uh, do your daddy's grain business instead? And they were like, no, I'm going to be an astronaut because their self-image was that of an astronaut, right? Um, and so why representation matters is because especially minorities and disadvantaged, disfranchised segments of society, by a certain age, children already believe that they don't have the same possibilities. It's the same with girls. By like age, like, I forgot what it is. It's like eight or 10. It's pretty early. Girls don't think they're as smart as boys. And then, you know, if you're African-American, you think you're even less smart. So that is why it's important for representation. This is not a political statement, but that is why it's important for little girls of color to see that it is possible for them to be a president or vice president of the United States. Because that possibility and for them to dream that big doesn't even exist. You know, as I assume white males, you know you could do anything in this world that you would desire. In the United States, you know, if you're an upper class white female, you probably think there's most things that you could probably do. Um, but then as your heritage becomes more and more diverse and maybe also your socioeconomic status is different and you're a minority, those dreams become smaller. And I have a wonderful patient and I am sure she is not going to mind if I call her out or mention her here, but she is a like fighter pilot as a woman. And other than that, she's a tall badass and you know, I'm about to cry, but she was told as a kid that, oh, you know, like your choices are probably to be like a wife or a teacher or something like that. And now she's a fighter pilot and she is so aware that girls everywhere see her that are also being told, well, maybe you should pick between a teacher and a stay-at-home mom and whatever. No, if I want to, I can be a fighter pilot. And so for all the women that are trailblazers, what you do is so important because you change little girl's self-image. You know, I don't at all do anything as important as a lot of the women in this world. And yet, you know, there's always these little girls in the ER that are like, I want to be a doctor just like you. And I want to be like, and I always tell them like, yes, you are so smart. I know you're going to work so hard and you should absolutely be a doctor and come work with me. And I really believe that. So as I said, self-image is so important because unless that little girl, and I'm also talking about that little girl inside of you, because we all have the little girls, the little boys, the little whatever you identify with, that if you cannot dream it, you can't become it. Self-image is one of my favorite concepts. Um, and, you know, there is a related episode that I also have on feeling beautiful, which kind of has a similar spin on what's the difference between looking beautiful and feeling beautiful. 
Um, but self-image is one of my most favorite concepts because it is like the limits of your dream, the limits of your imagination. It is not only how you talk to yourself in that voice that's going, but it is how you see yourself in the world and how you see yourself in the world is really how you show up in the world. And that is what you're able to accomplish. So not only do I love empowering my patients to show up as their very best and essentially just make little tweaks to self-image so that they can really look in the mirror and see that most confident, most rejuvenated, most vibrant version of themselves looking back at themselves. But through coaching and podcasting, you know, my goal is really to empower everyone to live their most authentic and beautiful lives. You know, step one, as I'm challenging you to do today, is really to listen to that voice in your head without judgment. See what you say to yourself. And is it what you would say to your best friend? You know, what we think in our brains creates our feelings and then creates our actions and our results. And self-image is one of those things that you can really expand Once you kind of are able to shed some of that BS that people have told you over time that you're not smart enough to go to college or, you know, that girls can't do this or that whatever, 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 right? I'm sure your background is full of examples. Then you can go back to your authentic self and do what just sets your soul on fire and expand your self-image to really dream big and create and live into that dream. So as I said, self-image is one of my most favorite concepts, which is why I wanted to share it with you. All of you who have girls or boys or children or people that you mentor, please let me know what are some of the favorite things of empowerment you tell them. And also if you have one, or if this episode speaks to you, please let me know what are your most favorite go-getter kind of self-affirmations. That's how affirmations really partially works also, is that if you can replace some of that shatter of negativity and judgment with positivity and living into that affirmation again your self-image expands and your whole life your dreams your goals expand and that expansion is always a beautiful frame thing Mm. thank you for allowing me to share something so important with you remember you can only create to the edges of your self-image and I wish you all your most expansive, happy, free, and beautiful life. I would love to hear from you. Until then, bye. Thank you for listening to the Aesthetic Doctor Podcast with Dr. Judith Forger. We'd love to connect with you outside of the show. Follow Dr. Borger on Instagram at Dr. Borger and find more online and ways to work with Dr. Borger at www.theaestheticdoctor.com. Until next time, be well.